You take a look at our border. So bad, there's never been a border like this. Kim Jong-un said that the border is secure. No, it's not. I haven't made it in the last 10 years. The Republican frontrunner, the Democratic president. There is little policy-wise that you agree on when it comes to the accelerating crisis at the southern border. But there is no avoiding the crisis itself. Between December 1st and December 28th, U.S. Border Patrol took more than 225,000 migrants who unlawfully crossed the border from Mexico into custody. That's from preliminary data. For much of the month, officials were wrestling with more than 10,000 migrants' crossings a day. Those numbers capture a system that is completely overwhelmed and on their face seem to lend credence to three years of relentless attacks on this issue on the Biden administration. The crisis at our border is a direct cause of Biden's dangerous and intentional policies. Right now, America is being invaded. Why is the border so broken? Because the policy choices of President Biden are not working. The Biden regime absolutely has blood on its hands for their failure to secure our border. It's a direct result of Joe Biden's failed policies. Republican, Democrat, all across America pleading with President Biden to address this problem, and he refuses. And that surge also comes with a devastating human toll. The UN named the treacherous trek to the border the world's deadliest land migration route after nearly 700 deaths were reported in 2022. And there's the financial cost as well, a cost that has Democratic mayors pleading for federal funding as they say the money will only continue to increase into the billions. We are dealing with fundamentally a broken immigration system and one that has been, has been in dire need of repair for more than three decades. That, from Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, is not hyperbole. It is a very important element here. For decades, lawmakers have tried repeatedly and failed repeatedly to clinch any kind of wide-ranging agreement on what has become the most intractable issue in U.S. politics. In the last 20 years alone, major efforts have reached the precipice of passage. In 2005, in 2013, in 2018. Each time, they went up in flames, victim to hard-right fury over provisions Democrats viewed as essential in any deal. And that's what makes this moment and the current negotiations underway between a bipartisan group of senators so incredibly unique. Do you feel like the... the where Democrats are on the policy, the willingness to make deals on specific issues uh, has shifted dramatically over the course of the last several months because of the issues at the border you're talking about. Yeah, I think it has shifted dramatically and it should have shifted dramatically because of what's happened at the border. That's Democratic Senator Michael Bennett, a player, a key player in past talks, acknowledging just how far Democrats have moved on the policy. They have dropped key priorities like a pathway to citizenship or protections for undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. as children. It's the same question I posed to Democratic Senator Chris Coons. Yes, I think there's a willingness to reconsider the initial screening standard for asylum, for example, because so many people are now using the asylum process who ultimately, years later, after a court review, will be deemed ineligible for asylum. That's one of the biggest changes in recent years. And that's also an issue that was never on the table before. Democrats now acknowledge there's a crisis at the border, and they also say they have shifted significantly on the policy which means Republicans appear on the brink of the most significant border wins they've had in probably a generation. That's not my assessment. 
That's the assessment of the Senate Republican leader. This week, Senator Langford and several colleagues continue their work to finalize the most substantial border security policy in 30 years. This agreement would come not a moment too soon. Now, the Senator Langford McConnell is referring to is Jim Langford. And to be clear, he's an unquestionably conservative Republican who, given the urgency expressed by those in his own party, said this. There's an expectation that Congress is going to actually do something and that we're not going to just wait around and to be able to hope things get better, but we're going to take the action to actually make things better. Now, that expectation, to the extent Americans expect anything from their lawmakers at this point in time, is on the verge of being proven wrong because of things like this. Quote, a border deal now would be another gift to the radical left Democrats. They need it politically, but they don't care about our border. That's Trump currently the president or even the actual Republican nominee yet, publicly undercutting Langford's efforts. And Trump's gone even further, lawmakers say, in private. And Republicans, the same Republicans who have made clear over and over and over again, in hearings, in news conferences, in border visits, in political ads, just how much of a crisis this is, they're listening. I'm encouraging President Trump to oppose the contours of the Senate deal such that I've seen it. Which has led to a very sharp intra-party divide for the GOP, in large part because at Trump's behest, many want to kill a deal that hasn't actually been reached yet, a deal almost all of them haven't actually seen yet, and a deal that Democrats involved acknowledge moves further in the GOP direction than any ever has all to maintain Trump's political advantage in a general election. Now, to be clear, not all are in this camp. This would be a very significant achievement of uh, uh, this Republican minority in the U.S. Senate of forcing the issue. So I hope no one is, is trying to uh, take this away for campaign purposes. When you have an opportunity to make this country safer, you take it and you don't play politics. The question is, do you want to get something that will help us stem the tide of humanity coming across the border and drugs, or do you want to get nothing? But those types of statements are even harder to find in the Republican-controlled House, where Republicans have been repeatedly told their preferred legislation that they pass is a non-starter. They have to negotiate. This was Speaker Mike Johnson. The border is a catastrophe, and it has to be addressed. And you're going to see House Republicans stand in and fight in on that hill, because it's important for the country. Well, senators are on the verge of clinching a deal to address the border. It certainly won't be everything Republicans want. And to be clear, policy disputes are unquestionably legitimate and worth having. But working to sink the effort, sight unseen, solely because Trump demands it, well, perhaps Kirsten Sinema, one of the lead negotiators, captured it best. Look, we're at a place where this package is almost done. And when the text comes out, senators will be able to review it and make their own decision. Do they want to secure the border? It's a choice. It is a choice. So is politics over policy, crisis over just wanting to have one to win an election. All right, let's bring in congressional reporter for Punchbowl News, Mika Solner. Mika, good morning. It's wonderful to have you. Um, we had, you know, that, that's a parade of senators uh, that Manu and uh, Lauren Fox, our, my colleagues on the Hill, uh, spoke to. Uh, they're kind of the 
the, the last group standing against uh, Donald Trump, frankly. I mean, Mitch McConnell uh, arguably would prefer to be in that camp, but he is trying to navigate what's going on in his conference. Uh, what is your latest reporting about where this deal actually stands? It seems to me that Donald Trump has killed it before uh, it was ever fully formed. But what's the latest that you're hearing? Hi, good morning, Casey. Um, I think that you're exactly right. I think this deal is on very thin ice and there's a lot of frustration on Capitol Hill among senators who have been working on this for four months now. And, you know, I think we heard Chris Murphy also express major frustration. He's one of the Democratic negotiators saying this deal is 95 percent done. And now Republicans are letting Donald Trump, who is not yet officially the nominee, I have to add, uh, already creating problems for this um, on Capitol Hill. So I think that, uh, you know, this is we're going to see a lot more from Trump, especially so early on uh, in the race for 2024. And he's going to continue to create headaches on 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 the Hill, as he's done in his first term as presidency as well. Mika, I know you've been doing some reporting on Mitch McConnell and where he is in all of this. I mean, what's your understanding of how he views uh, Trump right now and the impact that Trump has uh, in the Senate? Yeah, McConnell and Trump have a very icy relationship, and I think it's been uh, pretty much non-existent since the January 6th uh, Capitol attack. Um, you know, obviously, they strongly differ on the outcome of that, and McConnell has blamed Trump for that. And I think that uh, has made it really, really difficult. But I think the leader McConnell still has to understand that uh, he has to, uh, I guess, kowtow to Trump in some ways, as he is the pretty much the presumptive nominee here in the 2024 race. And if he does... Uh, eventually win uh, the race, then it's, he's going to make it really, really difficult for legislation. I think that a lot of senators are frustrated by um, the fact that he has uh, little understanding by the way the ins and outs of Capitol Hill, as he did in his first term presidency. So I think there's going to be increasingly difficult for Republicans who are already very, very divided uh, in the House. And now the Senate is really getting a taste of these divisions that the lower chamber has faced this Congress.